Coffee is a drug that we all love to do. You can order it at Starbucks and it really helps you boo. Oh, coffee. Oh, coffee. It's a diuretic. It's so tasty. Have it with cream or sugar or some other shit. It's a comedy podcast, a comedy what cast, a comedy whoa. Might not be the moment you were waiting for, but it is, in fact, a moment. Live from my living room, kitchen area at my house. This is uh, the comedy podcast. I'm your host, James Hammond, stand up comedian. Uh, person of interest in many local crimes. Now I'm just messing around. Uh, crimes have been going up, though. Jesus Christ, um, where I live. Uh, anyway, before I get into that, the podcast, it's the it's all about crea- creating laughter. So if you're, uh, you know, because laughter is a medicine for everything. You know, that's I do honestly believe that. So if you're out there, I hope you have a chuckle, a laugh, a guffaw, some kind of, some kind of snicker of, of something, of some kind, you know? Uh, if you sit there just blankly staring or, you know, often in, in the distance, contemplating suicide i'm not doing my job right you know so i'm help me out here folks just laugh a little but uh no what was i saying the the crime rate is going up where i'm living at the pharmacies everyone's stealing from pharmacies i guess you know children's advil is like hard to get so people are going in and just like you know filling up garbage bags full and running out holding up clerks at knife point for you know children's tylenol or whatever the hell it is but um Apparently, yeah, they lock the doors now, right? Uh, so if you want to go up, you have to, like, knock on the door and explain your visit to the pharmacy past a certain time, you know? Like, uh, I feel like a fun thing to do just to be go just to go hang out and act arranged around pharmacies now. You know, just walk by the window, cross your eyes, smile. <laughs> you know, just make that noise. <laughs> just tap on the glass, slobber a little bit, breathe. Write messages into your breath, like hi, big hearts in them or something like that. I don't know, just stuff to throw the people off inside to make them think that you're going to go in there and rob the place. But when you're really not, when you're just really, you're playing on that fear. It's, uh, <laughs> I think that would be funny, you know, just run into the place. Everybody, I have an announcement. I'm looking for children's Tylenol. Does anyone uh, know where I can get some? You know, Make them think you're going to rob the place and then just not do it. That's a, I think that's a good, um, Thing. I mean, because here's the thing. Halloween just passed, right? And parents, we don't get to celebrate it as much as uh, we once did growing up, you know? It's pretty much you're a kid, you get candy. Then you don't celebrate it. You, you just make mischief. And then, uh, you know, you, then you go out because, you know, everyone's dressed in slutty and there's, like, hot outfits. So you're like, all right, I'll go out for that. And then you just kind of go out because your kids are doing it, right? Because there's got to be stuff for the parents, you know what I mean? So maybe we can um, just spice it up a bit, you know, get us to... Completely forgot where I was going with that. I just smoked this fucking chem dog shit. It's fucking pretty intense, guys. This whole podcast is brought to you by Marijuana. With the power of technology, I went back. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you gotta, we gotta make Halloween more for the parents. They have something for us to do, you know, the adults, right? So, you know, to pretend to rob places would be a hilarious prank, you know what I mean? You just walk in, you got the AK, it's plastic, of course, you know, just. Give us all your fucking money, you fucking psychopath. Oh, trick or treat. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. It's a joke. It's a prank, you know? Oh, my God. You guys actually thought we were going to rob the place? Come on. Come on. Honestly. No, but um, I've been contemplating it, robbing places. It's uh, Not that I'd actually do it, but I've been thinking a lot about it, you know? You know, I came into this fully like, yeah, I got a whole bunch of 
good shit that I'm going to rant about. And uh, I'm just kind of drawing a blank, guys. No, I'm going to keep going. I was going to end it, but I was like, nah, man. I'm not. I'm four minutes in. I can't stop now. Just like, you know, just like sex, it isn't good. If you get four minutes in, you're like, I got to keep going. Got to see this through to the finish, to the finish line, folks. Speaking of coffee, this whole podcast is brought to you by coffee. Um, let me get a bit into my cup. Yeah, so my uh, my mom just recently came to visit. That was nice. You know, my mom uh, was here. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, you know, when you're mom comes to see you these days you know she uh it was, yeah, I don't know, nothing really humorous happened we just we all went to bed at like nine eight o'clock eight thirty i swear to god this daylight savings thing like, just fucks me up hard right if i'm not out doing stuff i'm just like yeah well if i'm at my house i'm sleeping because i don't really do I, I mean i enjoy playing with my kid and doing a lot of fun stuff but like after my kid goes to sleep i'm not really like doing a shit ton of fun stuff in my house so my brain doesn't associate the place i live with like fun stuff so it just like shut it goes no you're not really doing anything entertaining or creative or fun so just shut out you know you shut down and you kind of just yeah and you come to it like one in the morning like good god i can't believe i slept for five hours nine ten eleven twelve yeah like you know just fucking it's a bad time to sleep four hours whatever you know don't call me out of my math you know it's not a don't you call me out. I hate when people call me out of my mouth. It's funny. My kid's calling me out on shit. Funny, I call my wife out on stuff, too. Uh, the other day, my wife says, uh, can you... She's asking if we want some uh, pomegranate. 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 That's what she's saying. And then my daughter goes, do you mean pomegranate? <laughs> she's three, and she's already correcting. Oh, my God. Raise, raise one of those kids, you know, the correctors. It's actually palmy, pomegranate, not <coughs> palm a granite. <coughs> like you're palming a piece of granite, you maniac. But it's good. I mean, it's nice. It's good to see that some of what I'm doing is rubbing off because maybe I, I don't know if I, I'm not a big corrector, right? I let shit slide a lot, but eventually I will do some correcting, you know? If I hear something messed up, I go, okay, you know, I got to correct that shit. Yeah, I pretty much called it quits though in the, the coffee shop I'm at. I had to call it quits. Just, I go to this place all the time, you know, and it's, uh, used to go a lot more. But, you know, you go, you have the coffee, it's a good time, it's fun. You know, uh, it's it, it just, it was, it used to be. Now it's just like, the owner's gradually just always negative and pissy and sad and fucking just putting off the biggest depressed vibe all the time. It's like if there was like a way to measure vibes of depression this guy'd be like the meter would be going off the chain you're depressed they got a scale of like you know what would be the scale of depression you got like crybaby whiner uh emo you know goth kid suicidal you know full-blown marilyn manson whatever you know it's just like on the goth meter you're just blowing off the scales you know it's just it's like the it's just it's i don't know it's uh there's got to be a meter to measure those things, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I was just thinking today how far pornography has come, right? You know, it's pretty crazy. It's nuts. You know, not, I'm not like a... I don't, I don't think it's good for anyone, really. The world would be a better place without it, 100%. But like, no one ever needed it. Like, I always wonder what sex was like before it, right? Like, what did people... It, it was probably pretty sweet, right? Just not as... Uh, 
I know, just different. Who knows? I don't know. We'll never know. If I get a time machine, that's going to be one of the things I'm going to do. Just go back in time and uh, bang as much as I can. It's completely thrown off the space-time continuum, right? Yeah, but because uh, even in my lifetime, I look at how much like porn has evolved. You know, it used to be magazines at stores and like VHS tapes, you know, DVDs when it came out, right? But it was always at like you know the back section of stores. I used to go in as a paper boy and I, on a Saturday and I'd steal one. I'd put it in, into one of the Saturday papers. And uh, one time a guy was like, hey, what's in your bag? Did you take something? I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, let me check a paper. So I'm like, all right, pick any one you want. And he picked like the biggest paper and he pulled it out. And like, luckily it wasn't the one in the magazine. I was just like, oh man, like, you know, then I ran home and masturbated and it was, <laughs> it was a good time. I remember the first time I even saw a naked picture it was just like a piece of a ripped photograph floating down the street in Montreal. I was probably like, you know, six or seven. Just in the curb, there was just like, just floating down the street. I was like, oh my God, what's, where's that coming from? I liked what I saw in there. You know what I mean? But now like people like, you can literally get like gog, like VR goggle headset shit where you like put on a, a pair of headset, a headset and it's like you're in a room I mean, I don't have a headset. I, I got I got a freaking Dell notebook with an Intel Core Windows 7 on here. Windows, I got Windows 7. I don't know how far along Windows has come, but I'm at the 7 mark. That's my level of, level of technology. If you're going to judge me, I'm a Windows 7 kind of guy, I guess. Normally, I, I'd use a Mac. You know, just timeless old Macs. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy how far it's come. People are on literally headsets. Yanking it. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I, this fake sex wasn't good enough. I needed to be more real to why just have real sex. That's probably the the moral of that story, you know? It's like, well, no, I like the fake sex. It's good. Well, we're going to make it really good so no one will ever even want to have real sex. The nerds are fucking one. They're taking over. You know, porn is just fucking... I mean, what's it? Where is it going to go? Where is it? it has, I don't know if it has any place to go. I really don't. I really don't. I remember having my mind blown when I was, what, probably grade seven or eight. I, I met this kid on my baseball team. I ended up being a good friend. His name was Pete. And uh, yeah, you guys know him. Some people know him who are listening probably. But, yeah, we went to his house, and he had in his closet. It was from, like, the past. His dad's collection or some shit. It was just, like, a huge duffel bag. Like, several huge duffel bags just filled with so many porn bags. We're like, oh, my God, like. What is the meaning of this? You know, you just keep that around. It's, it's just there in your closet, <laughs> a stash. It felt like, like a. It felt like something that like a movie could be based about. You know, people came for it, they'd steal it. You know, whatever. You know, the porn magazine industry dries up. No one can get their hands on the goods, so they somebody comes. You know, there's like a hit, or you know. A, what is it, a robbery of some kind? They plan this person's house. They stick it all the... I just remember being like, oh, my God. I remember going home and being... I was disturbed at how much was there. It was thir- It was a thoroughly disturbing amount of pornography, right? Right then, I should have just been like, I'm done with that stuff for life. But, I mean, it... Uh it was, it was just a... It, just, it was like a weird vibe. Like, a vibe emanated from that... From that closet, right? It was never the same. It was weird, too, because in, like, later years... The closet was just off limits. Like, I'd go to my buddy, this guy's house, like, five years later, and, like, you know, I'd never bring up the, the duffel bag thing. I wouldn't be like, hey, like, what's up with the humongous porn collection? But, it, like, he would just never go to that closet. I always wondered. I never asked. I always wondered, though. 
you know, where those things went. Probably they, you know, who knows? Time passes. The internet gets better. It's like, oh, you can just get this stuff on the internet. Get rid of it. And they throw it all away, right? I don't know. It's just crazy. That's just the industry. That is, like, like probably 80% of the internet is just, like, pornography. Maybe not anymore. But, you know, a large percentage. You know, the sole reason it was probably invented was for people to send naked pictures to each other. Like, weird, greasy old dudes. You know, Bill Gates' grandfather or some shit. Fucking Rothschild Sr., whoever fucking... Yeah, I don't even... can't even remember any of the names of the people these days. The Rockefellers and whatnot. You know, this is made for those dudes to send seedy pictures of their, you know, weird fucking sex... Eyes wide shut sex parties. Right? It's evolved. Porn has evolved fast. I just don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. I go, I go, you know, I. we'll see, I guess. You know, people will probably just get sick of it eventually and just go, ah, nah. Right? You know, some. Others will go, oh, yeah, I'm diving fully into whatever the next thing is, 100% face first. You know, just like, I don't know. People's gotta, people got to bang more, I think, is the moral of that story. Get out there and bang more. That's the moral of the story. Everybody get out there and bang more. It's a good, good thing to do. Bang more. Bang, bang, big, bang, bang more. New song. Got to get a tambourine for that one, you know what I mean? The bang more anthem. Bang more. A bingy bang more. A bing a bong, bingy bong, bing bang more. Everyone now. A bing bong bing. <laughs> it's a choir of people going bing bong, bing bong, bingy bang more. Come on. That's not that's not funny. I don't know what the fuck is. If a choir of people singing bing bang, bing bang, bingy bong more is humorous, then I just I think I'm done. I don't know if I can ever ever figure it out. Anyway, guys, let's get to some jokes. I haven't done any jokes for a while. I have this one book here I don't think I've read anything from. Uh Do, do, do. Oh, nothing. There's literally nothing written in it. I wrote two jokes and just, like, gave up. Uh, okay, how lucky are we that birds are nature's alarm clock, you know? How, how it's a lucky, it's, 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 we're lucky. Yeah. Actually, no, I think I already did this, didn't I? How lucky? For whatever, you know. It's, anyway. It could have been any other animal, like a jaguar. That would have been terrifying. Yeah, I feel like I'm having a deja vu of doing this before. You know what I mean? Maybe I did do this. Who knows? Sometimes uh, to piss someone off, if someone says they have a good job, like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I've been doing it for, uh, you know, I do this and that. I'm a neurosurgeon. I go, oh, that's lucky. I'll say that to him, right? Kind of just like totally writing off their like last, you know, 8 to 12 years of post-secondary school and education. So yeah, your career had nothing to do with it. It was just luck. You lucked out. You really lucked out, buddy. That's why you're a doctor. You don't work hard. You just uh, it's like winning the lottery. You know, man. I can't even imagine like being a neurosurgeon, just fucking operating on some dude's skull, cutting it open, getting it open, toying with the brain, and just and having the confidence to not completely obliterate the brain, right? It's not one of those things I feel like I could just like look up on Google and pick up. You know, like, all right, how do I hook up my speakers to my laptop? I got that one down, you know? How do I fix a fridge? It's 
making a weird noise. Oh, I can figure that one out. Oil change on the car. Yeah, I got that one down. Spare tire. It, it, it's a bit trickier, but yeah, you can figure it out, you know? Brain surgery. I don't know. It just it seems why this to go to get to where you got to be to operate on someone's head is just wild, right? It's just too much school, too much school, right? You know, like fuck brain surgery. And if someone really needs brain, like what the fuck are we doing brain surgery for? Just let like, our brains are pretty fucking smart. You know, they they pretty much have come up with everything we've ever thought of. Maybe we should just let them let them do their thing. You know, part of it's getting all messed up. Like, yeah, just keep you... If I ever fall <clears throat> down or something like that and I'm, I'm all weirded out or something like that, skits up, don't do a brain surgery on me. I don't want it. I don't want those clamps on my skull <sighs> sawn in. Do they saw in still? I just imagine them using a freaking, like, the same kind of saw you'd use to go cut down a Christmas tree with your family, you know? Just, oh, let's go cut down a Christmas tree. No, I, and afterwards, let's go do a lobotomy, right? Just sawing open someone's head. Right? How do you get that? Get, how do you get rid of that scar? You know, nice. It's funny. The thing is, you don't see too many brain noticeable brain surgery scars in public. You know, these people just kept in like, a, is there just like one city somewhere in northern Ontario? Every person who's had brain surgery just gets moved there. Like, yeah, it's a hideous place. You do not want to go there. You could clean up though. You go there as a dude, just like a normal looking guy, even an ugly guy, just a normal ugly dude. You know, medium to... You could have a small penis, too, right? Just go in there and clean up if you don't have a fucking lobotomy scar on your head. Hey, you don't have a brain surgery scar. You want to bang? Yeah, I do. You're just the fucking Don Juan of Tartsville. You'd be the fucking best, man. For some people. Not me. I'm a, I'm a mature man. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> the Don Juan of Tartsville. That could be like the new, a new Shakespeare book. It's the Shakespearean, the long-lost Shakespearean novel all about a man who was in love with Todd's. And it turns out that Tardy was in love with his actually a sister who was just pretending to be mentally challenged because she wanted to get to the front of the line at all the fairs, you know? It's just one of those weird twists of fates, you know, that they have in those books. <laughs> Shakespeare. Why do we celebrate that guy? I feel like he was just the only person's books we have from back then. Is there anyone else? Or is it just Shakespeare? What other books do we have from that time period? Because why are we still, like, it's, it's okay. Like, I've read some Shakespeare. You go, yeah, that's decent. That's good. But it's just, like, it's, it's just okay. Is there no one else around at that time that was better? Like, that's the best of the best. Or have we just not read anything else from that time? I bet, like, I really hope, like, we've unearthed some kind of, you know, lost writings from that time period that are just way better. It's just, like, you know. Like a Jack Reacher kind of novel, but from like, you know, the 1600s. Lionheart. Just about an ex-knight who walks around the countryside helping people out, decapitating bad guys viciously. It's like, oh, that sounds like an awesome book, right? It's not Shakespeare. It's just all about dudes dressing up like women, then like hooking up with their sister or their mom or something like that, right? That's like, what was this guy up to? Like him and Freud would really have gotten along. I bet their lineage is somewhere along the same. There's like Shakespeare, then like a bit... Further down, there's Freud. You know, they had because those guys always weird kind of incestuous family shit going on there, right? You know, yeah. Am I no? I'm the only one who's put that connection together. No, I'm not hearing cheers of approval from uh, anyone. Jesus Christ, I don't know. I'm telling you guys, but uh, 
Yeah, the next time someone tells you they got a good job, it's go, oh, that's lucky. If, if you don't like them. Or you kind of just want to bother them or piss them off. And I've noticed it's funny when sometimes when people uh, you know, are just boring me with stupid things I don't want to hear sometimes or the same really dumb shit, I'll just go like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Right? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if they actually think maybe I should be more legit and more upfront. With, uh, you know, like, no, that's really, what you're saying is really boring me right now. Can we just start normalizing that? Being like, dude, hold up. You're just boring the shit out of me. Oh, my God. Because some people just do not know that they're boring. I get to hang out with a lot of comedians. And on the most part, most comedians, even the most boring comedian is still more entertaining and better to talk to than, like, 85% of people. So it's, the, it's one of the benefits of this, uh, of the art form, you know? The fart form. <laughs> Imagine that, just like an art form of farting. We could do it, folks. 2022. I identify as a, an artistic farter. Just walk the streets fucking crop dusting people. They get angry, be like, don't judge me. I've been doing this since I was young. I've, I've always identified as someone who crop dust people. But um, I don't know. I was going someplace. Now let's go to the book. Let's go to the book, folks. When all this fails, let's see what's in here. Ta -da -da, ta -da -da, ta -da -da. I feel, I don't know, what's going on in the life? Yeah, so yeah, my mom, oh yeah, my mom came to visit and uh, went to a fancy pizzeria, yeah, a pizzeria. And uh, it was good, delicious, some of the best pizza I've had ever. 850 pizza in Etobicoke or 860 degrees or... I don't know, it's like the temperature of the oven or some shit. I don't know, the ingredients were insane. It was good, though. It's just funny, though, because, like, you know, it's, uh, we're so, we're just so, we're so spoiled by cheapness, right? Because I can go and get, like, two medium pizzas for 10 bucks, which is a good deal. Ten ninety nine plus tax, actually. And they're, it's good pizza. It's not even, like, pizza pizza or shitty-ass pizza. It's, it's good. But this spot, it was, like, $21, you know, 19 bucks for a pizza, 12-inch pizza. And you're just like, man, like, this is fucking, I don't know. I, just, I better get a blowjob with this goddamn pizza because that's fucking $21 for one fucking, for a 12-inch pizza. I don't know, just, I, it's, we're, I know, and I know, I know that I'm spoiled. I know that that's a pro, it's my problem. I, I, I've just, I've walked through life being handed pizzas. You know, I remember pizza parties, those were the fucking best back in the day. You just, you'd show up at some fucking place, there'd be free pizza, and you'd be like, yeah, I mean, that it used to be a thing in society. You just go places. Sometimes you'd be at a bank. On a Friday, you go with your parents doing their whatever the hell they were doing. And I guess a free bunch of free pizza boxes. Or a bunch of pizza boxes there and you just walk up, serve yourself. Everywhere you went, you know? It was just part of society. Every school, Friday. I don't know if they have pizza days still. I, used to, I hope they do. It's the one good thing about school. Tell you that no, how, no matter how shitty anything is, pizza always makes it better. Right? School, you'd be in school like, oh, God, every, this, the teachers suck. Kids are annoying today. You know, fucking... Just everything's bad, fucking... You know? Oh, I remember the first time... Oh, man, school is kind of... So there's some funny memories from school. You know, you can go back to any grade, really, and remember something messed up. Let's try it out here. Grade... Da, 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 let's say grade five. Okay, grade five. I remember getting in the urinal fight. My buddy Jeff Whitmell. We'd push each other into... Jeff... Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say his last name. Jeff W., don't want to get sued, you know. Um, yeah, he pushed me into the urinal first. 
and I fucking would get him back. And he got so angry and chased me down the halls, you know, and I'd get him back. And it was just a, it was just, it was just like those things, right? I mean, just pushing someone. The whole point was that you'd push someone from behind and then they'd go like dick first into the urinal. And you're like, if you could time it, I remember I would wait until it was going off because sometimes you would have, um, in our, in, at Waverly Drive, they have like the automatic timers, you know, in a lot of elementary schools they did, you know, just like every, you'd, you'd walk up and you'd walk away or like every five to 10 minutes it would just flush. Right, flush everything through, and uh, if you you could hear it coming, like you know, and I just timed it perfectly. Boom, pushed him. And he's got soaked, you know. Boom, did free. He got angry because I mind put. He just got angry because I pushed him better. Right, that's the whole thing. My whole life, I've, I've I go I've gone overboard with people. Or right? someone will push me, I'm like, all right, I'll push you. But then it so happens it's like into a bush, right? And then you're stuck in a bush, or you know, like you trip me, all right. I trip you into in front of a bus. No, not a bus, but you know, in front of like, you know, into a garbage can, and you fall into it, and you get like, you know, a bunch of garbage and disgusting matter on you. People just don't like, and that's the thing. I'm I'm, I'm never the one to start something, right? But it's like if someone starts something, oh yeah, okay, boom. My like code of righteousness goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. I'm ending it right here. You think you can do that, the old Jimmy Ham slice? I don't think so. I'm taking it up a notch. He just fume, you know? It's my If I was a superhero, that'd be one of my skills, to fume. Oh, no, he's fuming, folks. Watch out. I'm fuming. And then, like, two minutes later, I'm like, hey, you guys want to hang? Everyone cool? You know, we're good? You know? I'd be like the Hulk for, like, 30 seconds. Because I just am too... I think about stuff too quickly. You know, go from topic to topic. That I, I couldn't stay angry about shit. You know, I could. Yeah, imagine a superhero who like you could only sustain an erection if he was angry. <laughs> it's like how is it? How are you a hero? It's like why are you part of the team? I don't know. I got signed up. There must have been a a misunderstanding when I applied to to come to school here, Professor X's uh, Academy for Mutants. It's like yeah, yeah. It's just like you just get angry and you get a boner. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like but the boner doesn't stop growing. It's like what do you mean? It's like it just keeps growing. Like that that would be another part of it, right? So the angrier you are. You're just like the Hulk, except it's only in your dick, right? <laughs> that would be a horrible superpower, right? Next, on the world's worst superpowers, uh, mug hands. Just a guy with mugs for hands, right? But only when uh, only <laughs> when he's really sad. Like, he has to be crying. All right, that's how he taps into it. There's always got to be something to tap into your superpowers. So he, so he mugs his hands, turn into mugs, and then he uses the mugs to catch the tears, right? It's mug hands. Thank goodness he's here to catch his own tears with his mugs. Jeez, what a loser. <laughs> Why is this guy on the team? Because I'm a mutant. Yeah, but you're not like a super mutant. You're not a super mutant, right? Because I wonder in like the world of mutants, you know, X-Men, Avengers, all that shit. You know, you always see the super mutants. You don't just see the, the normal like mug hand mutants, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm a Garf. I got three legs. But all three of them have horrific athlete's foot. And the knees bend in this strange direction. It's like, oh, can you run fast with it? No. Top out at about 7K an hour. And I get all tripped up and tangled. And, uh, yeah. Uh, my heart is in the leg of my kneecap. My third knee. It's right in the kneecap. So, if, uh... Anyone, you know, I could just get kicked in a knee and die. You know, it's just, it's just like there's no, you never meet these just regular mutants. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm Barney, Barney McSullivan. I have uh, super earring. It's like, yeah, it's because uh, you're just an ear. It's just like some an ear with hands and legs. 
No eyes. He's like, yeah, I can hear. I can hear you looking at me. You can hear that? Oh, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear all of you looking at me. You're a giant ear. I get it. I get it. I am a giant ear. You know, it just it'd be nice. If, I don't know how many times you guys have seen me. I, I've been in this town for a bit. I'm a giant ear. You know, it's like, why don't you save the day? Shut up. Shut up. Learn to fly, giant ear. <laughs> yeah, this world's worst mutant. mutant. Yeah, yeah, it'd be funny. There should be like a, a superhero movie that's just all about those people. And they end up saving the day. Because like maybe the evil villains like take out all the bad guys. Or take out all the good guys. They just like murk them. Fucking they pull some crazy ass scheme. All the good guys are dead. Except like one or two. Like, you know, Wolverine's got to be around, of course. He's always there. Dope as hell. And then... uh. You know, it's just all these mutants that are kind of maybe like they're a little bit stronger. It's like maybe one of them, maybe one of them is like a triathlete and can do marathons really well, right? But nothing too crazy. Like one guy can fly, but it's uh he has to barf. That's his boosters, right? So it's like he has to eat a shit ton of food. Quick, load him up. He's gonna fly. Okay, he's crashing. He's crashing. Oh, he's barfing again. You know, that's the, oh, I just got hit with bird shit. It's not bird shit, it's barf man. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Next on the tales of barf man, who'd be his arch enemy? Like, who's who attacked barf man's family on a cold and stormy night? A bunch of models, drunk, high on cuntiness, were just out waltzing the streets and they freaking beat this guy's family to death in front of him then he's like that's it uh, and they were all barfing as they walked away because they're all obviously you know anorexic or bulimic or some kind and yeah and that's that that's the story you know what's great is that like that stuff just disappeared you can just be healthy now isn't that wild like you can just eat kind of better these days it's just like oh yeah you can just like eat less food or be a vegetarian or you know eat like meat two times a week or eat good food as opposed to processed food like, now I understand why, like, anorexics and bulimics were doing what they did. It was probably just, like, they were eating so much GMO, horrifically tainted foods. Their, their bodies were just like, you got to get rid of it, you know? I mean, obviously, they thought they were fat, too, probably. That was a big part of it. But the reason they were bloating up and getting bubbly, too, could have been because of the processed food, right? Your body's just like, what are you doing? Why are you jamming so much processed shit into us? We're just going to make you fat so you hate yourself so you'll stop doing it. But we don't. We just keep doing it. That's the thing with humans, right? You can, like... I don't know what it is. I see cheeseburgers and they, they taste horrible. And I mean, some cheeseburgers are great. I'll go cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Those are fucking gross these days, man. I can tell you, I have not, I've not had one in a long time. Strictly a Wendy's man now. I'm holding it down. It's fucked. I went to the Wendy's downtown. The guy's telling me like, hey man, how was your night? He's like, better than last night. I'm like, why is that? He's like, somebody got shot and the bullet came through the window. I'm like, what? And then you could look over. The window is just like, just been fixed. I saw the tape on. He said, "Yeah, the window guys just came in and fixed the window." I'm like, "There was a bullet hole there." He's like, "Yeah, it came in." It's like we were gonna shut down, but the boss called, and said we had to keep going. I'm like, "You had to keep open?" He's like, "Yeah." It's like, how much are they paying you at Wendy's to stay open after a bullet has gone through a window? That's when I quit. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm taking like seven baconators with me and a huge fucking you know paper bag filled with fries and then you know a thermos of coke. I'm done. I'm out. You know, keep my last check, whatever. Keep the $47 for my 80 hours of work at Wendy's. Bullet goes through the window. I'm like, they don't give you danger pay, right? Someone shoots up the... The second a bullet enters your workplace, you should your pay should instantly double. That should be a rule written into the 
the government. You know, they've written into the new clause, the new workplace clause the government's going to put out. That'd be good. But, um, yeah, the second a bullet enters your workplace, after from being fired from a gun, someone like with a bullet necklace can't just walk in and all of a sudden you're getting paid more, right? It doesn't work like that, you know? We'd catch on to that scheme. Of course, some people would figure that out. They'd be like, hey, guys, you see that dude with the bullet necklace just walked in? Boom, cha-ching. We're getting paid double time now. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the thing with, like, nice incentives and jobs. A lot of people find ways to screw it over. It's like unions. You know, look at unions, right? The whole point of having one was to make sure that people got right, you know, fair pay. They weren't overworked. And, you know, they got pretty much knew that their their job would be getting better, they're getting a bit more money, getting a raise every year, just different things, right? But now, it's like the union has spoiled some people. Oh my God, right? Like city workers, I, they do not work at all. They work like two hours out of an eight hour day. The rest are driving, breaking, or lunching, right? Or just fucking standing around. Or just, I, I, every morning I'll see this one dude, he's just sitting in a truck. Yeah, 9.45, just sitting there. I'll come back, he's just still sitting there. Go walk to the coffee shop, come back. He's just, oh, he's still there. He's still there. Yeah, the beef at the coffee shop. That's my, I'm pretty good at that. You know, that's that happening. I'm kind of just, I'm done with the coffee shop I normally go to. I'm like, I'm out with her. I'm, I'm done, you know? I started ripping on the guy, making fun of him. And I know I'm never in the right the second I start just ripping on the person. Because, like, I, oh, it's like, why? Why am, I, why am I insulting this guy? It's like, I mean, he's an easy target. He's like 700 pounds. It's like, of course. You know, it's like there's only one way to go with the jokes. And I was like, oh, why am I? I, I should have just left on a high note. You know? Should have. Anyway. You can't always leave on a high note. Unless you're a jazz-playing flute musician who smokes weed. Boom, ching One time. One-liner time. No, I don't know. One-liners. I haven't done a lot of those. Okay, let's think. I'm just going to do a quick topic. Da, 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 let's see. I'll look at them. I'll, I'm going to look at any word and just try to riff about it. It's called Riff Time, a new part of the show where... Old James Hammond, stand-up comedian. Also, you can catch me performing tomorrow night at the Corner Comedy Club. 8 o'clock. It's going to be a good show. Uh, where else am I this week? A couple other spots. Um, can't read my calendar from here. Corner at 8. I got... Comedy Lab. November 18th. Check it out. It's on Brunswick Street in Toronto around 7.30, I think, is showtime. I get there for 7.30. It's going to be grand. As well, December 3rd, Comedy Bar. Uh, the Big Dumb Show. Or the Big Silly Show or some shit. Some some funny name. Uh, yeah. Check those shows out. Uh, if you want tickets or information about well, where I'll be performing. Or if you want to book me for a show. Message me at James Hammond Comedy. That's J-A-M-E-S-H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Comedy. C O M. E D Y at hotmail.com or gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I can come and perform for you. It'll be dope. So, anyway, riff time. Do 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 do. Karma. Okay, karma. Karma's gonna get you. Isn't that, that's just a funny sentence? Someone says, Karma's gonna get you. It's like, that's bad karma. The second you say the word bad karma, it's like that's going against karma. Because karma's just the idea that, like, don't judge people, don't worry about shit. Everything's gonna kind of figure itself out, right? But a second you're like directing, like if someone d does you wrong, like oh, that person's karma is gonna get them. It's like, well, what about you? Isn't karma gonna get gonna get you now for being kind of an asshole for wishing or Im implementing? Maybe us just saying that is what sends karma their way. You know, it's like yeah, karma is gonna get you. I don't know. I definitely believe in karma. I've had karma happen 
so much, man. I remember once I literally was just walking and I flicked a cigarette out. And I was like, <laughs> and I thought like, uh, I was like, I don't know why. I just like, I normally, I, I, I'm an environmentalist, right? But cigarette butts, for some reason, I wouldn't really care. And I just flicked it. And I thought it like, fuck that. And I just thought, like, I just kind of had like a smile, like, like fuck you, kind of added, like, yeah, fuck you. When I, you know, when you, I just flicked the cigarette butt in my head, I was like, <laughs> like, fuck you, Earth. Like, I remember thinking like, something along the lines of like, the earth was an ashtray because there were so many cigarette butts in this parking lot. I was like, fuck. And I flicked it and it just like twirled around and came and like hit me in the ear. Just the wind took it, boomerang back at me, got me in the air. Fucking fuck, coal end, you know, burning end. I was like, ah, Jesus Christ, you know? So unlucky. But hey, that's life. That is life. It's funny. I used, me and my friends used to hang out in a drainage ditch. I remember that Bullfrog Plaza. It's this plaza behind the high school we went to in Guelph, Ontario. John and Frost. And it was just like a drainage ditch that must have been clogged up. Who knows? With a bunch of mud or something. Because not a, water would come out of it very periodically. Because you could skate in it. And you'd just kind of hang along the embankment. And you'd smoke weed and chill there. And, like, you know, people would fight. And you'd watch a lot of fights. It'd be a fight a week at least. It's just like UFC before UFC. You know, all the, except not very good fights, just people like, like there was some good one, long ones, because people didn't know how to put each, like, people out, you know, no one really knew what to do, so they were just, like, brutal, very brutal fishes, but just by a drainage ditch, right, that's where, uh, behind the library, right, there was, like, a library and, like, a Mary Brown's chicken, uh, what else was there in that plaza, you know, fucking Shopper's Drug Mart. A Timmy's. That Timmy's had just had been there forever. I remember that Timmy's I used to go in there and one of the best pranks, one of the first pranks I used to do, I'd uh, unscrew the salt, the salt, right, on the table and then like the salt would come out. I did it with the sugar, right? And then my buddy told me, oh, dude, with the salt, it's even funny. I'm like, oh, so it's like too much sugar, is, like, it's okay, right? Still too much salt, you're fucking shit up. So I did it with salt. I did it the one time. I, I unscrewed the salt thing and I come outside and this guy's like, oh, who was it? I can't even remember. Anyway, they're like, hey, look, this dude's about to eat it. And I look, this old man's just sat down with the soup. And he and I'm, he picks up the salt thing, and I'm like knocking on the window like, no, no. And he like dumps this all the salt in the soup, and his head just dropped down. And he was so sad. I remember feeling horrible. Like, oh, man. Didn't stop me from pranking then, though. I felt horrible in that moment, right? But like I said, I, my brain tr travels fairly quickly, so I was quick to think about it, like, you know, to not think about it and just move on, right? So anyway, I remember another good prank. I did it that one. This was a good one. I would jump into the window. To Tim Ward, so there was a big window, and I'd skateboard by, and I'd just jump into it with my back. And, like, when I jumped on my back, I would hit it flat, and it wouldn't break, and it would just make a big wobble, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Scare the shit out of everyone inside the Timmy. It's just like, oh my god, everyone look at the window. And I'd be like, oh my leg, and I'd get up and like, I'm gonna sue, fuck you guys, and I'd walk away, right? And uh, it was a good prank, great prank. Oh my god. Only problem was, uh, you know, I did it one time and I jumped a bit too hard and I smashed through the window. So of course, you know, you do it a bit and it's fun, but this one time I smashed and I actually go through the window. I end up like in the Timmy's and I'm like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And I jump out of it, fucking grab the, I grab my board, which ended up being in the Timmy's still. I had to like go back in and grab it. Then I guys run away. I'm like, I'm out. My buddy, I remember as I was running, my buddies were like looking at the glass 
Like, it was so fast for me. I was like, hit it. Ah, I hit it. Smash it. I was like, ah, ah, my leg. And I'm like, oh, shit, boom. So I was like, that's too big. Like, they're going to... I was just like, any kind of me having to pay back for that window smash is too much. Too much for me at that point in my life. You know, it was just... It would put me under for good. I was done. You know, just... You can't have... You can't get 10 grand in debt for... It was a huge window, right? It was a good... Probably at that time, like, four to $5,000 window. Like, unintentional. I didn't want to break it. I just wanted to scare people eating soup, you know. But I never did that salt one again after that old man because I felt bad. I was like, oh, man, that old man's soup's ruined. I just ruined an old man's soup. Like, how is that funny? Right? It was like a punk kid or even like a young person or something like hot chick. Anyone else, it's fine. An old man who's just like, his wife probably just left him or like died. He's in his 80s and he's just like, oh, I'll just get my soup. Oh, what a good time. The only thing I have left to live for is this delicious oh, salt. It reminds me of the heart attack. No, 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 that'd be horrible, horrible stuff. But um, I don't know. Are they too dark? Too dark here on the comedy podcast. Hmm. Get a little too dark for you there, folks. I don't know. Let's see what we got here. Doug Ford, running the province, looks like a guy who could be on a subway diet. <laughs> yeah, like old Jared from Subway. If he never got thrown in jail, he just looks like he—he he looks like a guy who could be. Hey, I'm my name's Doug Ford, and I only eat a sub a day. It's like, yeah, and you're still huge, buddy. I don't know. Doug Ford, this guy's a fucking maniac, man. This guy's just pulling off. Like, I don't know. I won't even get into politics. I sound like an idiot. Yeah, because I don't know enough. About it. I I just get angry and talk. It's like just the shit that everyone's doing. You know, we just burn it all down. That's all I'm saying. We got to burn it all. The whole not actually burn. Not, like, we don't have to physically burn it down. We can just kind of like reformat it, change it, a complete overhaul is a better way of saying it. Right? I'm not promoting arson. Okay. Someone burns down Queens Park. I do not want to be held responsible. Okay. The comedy podcast does not promote. Arson. I mean, I guess in some, you could do arson for good, you know. Arson for good. It's a new challenge. It's, you know, there's like the Tide Pod challenge. There's like the ice bucket challenge. Now there's the arson for good challenge. He's got to go around and uh, find someone who's being a jerk and then uh, set them on fire. You know, save the day by setting. That'd be a tough. That's another tough superhero skill. Imagine being someone who just set people on fire. Right, this is your. That's your. That's your skill. It's like, yeah, I'm really good at pouring gasoline on people and throwing matches at them. I'm, I'm, I've practiced my whole life. I can do it in about two point three seconds. It's like, when does that ever? When is that ever needed? When has anyone ever done a crime so horrible that that warrants that behavior? Hey, look, man, I don't come down on you, Cyclops, for shooting lasers out of your eyes, but I'm just the guy who sh covers people in gasoline. Okay, and I throw matches at them. I set them on fire. Okay. And I'm a hero. I'm not a bad guy. I realized at a young age, you know, that I wanted to use my my skills for good. You know, I wanted to be a hero, not a bad guy. So just point me in the right direction. Tell me where the bad guys are. And I'm going to go and uh, cover them in gasoline and throw some matches at them. You know, that, that's a superhero movie I would watch. The Burner. Burn Master 3000. The Burn Stories. Flambe, 
2022. Fl- Flambe 2022. The arsonist. You have to whisper to be saying that. Just <laughs> up in smoke. The charcoal stories. The charcoal murder diaries. Oh, boom. That's it. The charcoal murder diary. I haven't watched that one. Hmm? Make some noise, everyone, for the charcoal murder diaries next on Netflix. Netflix is just pushing out anything these days. Good God. Just like a fucking... There's just fucking squirrels. Squirrels are on my balcony. Snagging my fucking weed. Burying walnuts places and shit. Like, what? I'm sick and tired of it, you know? Find a walnut everywhere I go on my balcony. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh, it's a walnut. Why? Get the fuck off my balcony, squirrels. Anyway... I don't know. What if I? What if I? We has any? Has anyone laughed? I hope you guys are chuckling out there. I gotta go. I got stuff. I got. I gotta clean this place. It's fucking, you know. Just gotta do. It's gotta do it. Anyway, much love and blessings to everyone listening. I appreciate it. Hope you had a laugh, a chuckle. Take care. I gotta go. It's been the comedy podcast. Ba doom, ba doom, ba doom, ba doom, ba doom.